Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, a sports education podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports. We also help parents guide their children uh, to help them play sports the right way. I'm your host, Tola Uglenewe, and this is episode 517. Having a rival is good for you, self-evaluation is key, and tragedy is never the end. He's one of the greatest basketball players of all time with five NBA rings and an Olympic gold medal. He is one of a special few who have won every single basketball title there is to win in the sport. NCAA championship, NBA title and Olympic gold medal. Today on the show, NBA legend Evan Magic Johnson. When the names of great NBA players are being mentioned, there is absolutely no way that Magic Johnson's name would not be mentioned. What he did with the Lakers was nothing short of electric. The Showtime Lakers, they used to call them. The journey every great athlete took towards greatness is always a joy to be studied. Magic came from an athletic family and decided to put that athletics to good use in basketball. He starred in high school and that was where he got the name Magic for his exceptional abilities on the basketball court. He would go on to lead Everett High School to a state championship. College was next and Magic decided to attend Michigan State. Like all things Magic, his time at Michigan was nothing short of magical. He would help the team the 1979 NCAA championship where he was named most outstanding player of the final four. Interestingly, in the final of that game, Michigan played Indiana State, a team led by a certain Larry Bird. In 1979, Magic entered the draft and was selected number one overall by the LA Lakers. In his rookie season, he helped the Lakers to the NBA finals led the team to victory when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was out of the team with an injury. He became one of only four players to win the NCAA and NBA championship in consecutive years. Did I also mention that he was named Finals MVP, the first and only rookie to achieve such a feat. He would go on to spend 13 legendary seasons with the Lakers, winning five championships. His rivalry with Larry Bird of the Celtics was also stuff of legends. They went at it every chance they got. Unfortunately for Magic, he had to retire abruptly after contriving HIV. That, however, did not take away from everything he was able to accomplish in the game. Three NBA MVP awards, nine NBA Finals appearances, 12 All-Star Game appearances, and five championship rings in 2002 he was inducted into the basketball all of fame today is your mentor guys and the three lessons that i want you to learn from irving magic johnson when lebron james joined the la lakers you know and of course that that first season was upset turvy then didn't really go according to plan you know so to speak you know but second season currently 
obviously that has been disrupted with corona but the nba is coming back and they started performing with anthony davis and, and all that you know it, it kind of brought back memories in la you know of when magic was playing and of course the showtime lakers so to show you the kind of impact that magic johnson had in the nba even if you don't want to look at the nba look at the lakers to show you the impact that he had on that team he became a comparison factor for the current players that are playing so the way lebron james ad and all the other guys in the team are dazzling people are like oh wow this is reminiscent of when magic was you know roaming the court for the lakers you know all those years ago so it just shows you his legendary status and of course espn i believe we're doing something recently where they were looking at the greatest nba players i see top five there's nobody that has ever compiled the list top five magic johnson would always be there first lesson from him having a rival is good for you having a rival is good for you now on one of the previous friday episodes of the show uh, we've looked at uh, his rivalry with larry bird i see the reason why this is this is good is that you, you need something to push you in sports and unfortunately what a lot of young athletes do is that they always rely on motivation you know so the times i'm motivated i'm gonna give you my all the times i'm motivated i'm going to do my best the times that everything is working you know i'm i'm going to give it a go and i'm going to do things the way that i should do it but you see the problem with motivation is that you are never guaranteed number one when it's going to show up and you can never guarantee its consistency you know so uh, a previous time when i was talking about the podcast and of course how we were able to reach 500 episodes and things like that you know i said hey it's not every time that i sat down to record 500 episodes that i wanted to record those 500 episodes or i was motivated to record those episodes as a matter of fact this particular episode i'm recording i actually don't feel like recording it but i'm not going to say that hey because i don't feel like it i'm not going to record what's my point you see you can't predict motivation and of course you cannot rely on its consistency but you see one thing that is sure that i can guarantee you that you can rely on is if you have somebody that is pushing you now i as at the time you're hearing this you know i had an interview uh, with james late and of course i'm sure you guys you know in the coming weeks or in the coming months are going to listen to that extraordinary episode it was a fascinating conversation you know one of the things that we talked about and joked about you know in that interview was where you know as a player you think that uh somebody is just going to hand you the opportunity to play your sport you see the fact that you want to be a professional in your sport and you want to excel you are going to have to push somebody out of a position so that you can then get there so if you're not working your tail off to get to that point do you think that person is just going to hand it over to you the point that i'm making is i see when you have a rival when you have somebody that is pushing you you see you don't have that luxury to sit down and and be lackadaisical to sit down and you just see how things are going and i remember uh, there was an israeli athlete where i was sharing his story on the podcast you know previously and the way that he motivated himself was that he had to come up with imaginary rivals of the people all across the world that were vying for the same position he was vying for at the olympics so he he looked at it and said hey in this my particular discipline i I can't remember i think it was maybe 12 athletes or 13 athletes or thereabout something something funny like that all over the world that get to qualify for that particular sports at the olympics so he did the math and he said hey if there are only 12 or 13 people that qualify for this thing right 
and I want to be one of those 12 or 13 people. How many people am I competing with all over the world for this particular sport? And see, every time he reminded himself about that, every time he remembered that, hey, there's somebody somewhere that is vying for this sport that I'm vying for, guess what? He jumped up and he got to work. Same thing with Magic Johnson. You see, his rival was Larry Bird. And what they did was that they were always checking up on each other. So even if they were in playing against each other, they were always checking up on their stats. You know, so Magic would go and check. What did Bird put up yesterday? Then of course he wants to topple that. Bird would check. What did Magic put up? Then he wants to topple that. You see, the, the, the rivalry got so intense that when Magic was forced to retire, just like he heard in the intro, you know, when he contracted HIV and things like that, Larry Bird was downcast. You see, he, he wasn't downcast because Larry was leaving the game. You know, he was downcast because there was his rival who was leaving the scene. How was he going to motivate himself to continue to put out consistent effort in pursuit of the goals that he wanted to achieve in sports? That's how important a rival is for you. Now, like I said, if you don't have a physical rival that you can see, if you don't have somebody you know that physically can push you, then you see, dream up imaginary rivals. So you want to get to the NBA. How many college players enter the draft system in the NBA? How many how many players are on teams in the NBA? Probably, if you look at it, really, maybe 500 players in the NBA. Now, how many colleges do you have across the US? Now, we're not even talking about those that go undrafted and things like that. How many colleges do you have across the US? Now, how many teams do you have in those colleges that vie for state championships? You see, when you do the maths, you see the times where you are sleeping and you are not supposed to be sleeping, you are going to get up and you are going to work because you know that there are millions or maybe not millions, thousands of people that are competing for the same sport you want to compete for. If it's football, which is soccer, there are millions of people that are trying to get into that professional rank. And I put something you know, on my Instagram a few days ago and I said, what is it that your competitors are not willing to do that you can take advantage of and start doing. You know, so when your competitors are sleeping, you're working. When your competitors are working, you are working. When your competitors are doing something else, you are still working. You see, what are they not willing to do? What are the things that they would think are unimportant? Then you see, find those things and go and do them. That is what a rival will do for you. So the question that I want you to ask yourself is, who really is my rival in my sports? Or have I created a rival for myself in my sport that continues to push me that continues to get me out of bed in the morning that continues to get me out of my slumber so even when i don't feel motivated even when i don't feel pumped up guess what what am i going to do i'm going to get up and work because i know that this rival is not relenting this rival is not stopping this rival is not chilling and of course i need to work first lesson from magic johnson having a rival is good for you having a rival is good for you second lesson is self-evaluation is key self-evaluation is key now for those who really don't know magic johnson you might just think oh you know he got to play with the lakers karim abdul jabbar was there obviously one of the greatest in his own right you know and he, yes he was a fancy skillful player and things like that then he was able to do it but you see you, you need to go back to high school and to college you know, where he even got the name Magic, where that name Magic originated from. And then you see that, hey, he's actually been a talented and very good player for a long time. 
Now, when he was asked one, one of the secrets, why, how was he able to do this and continue to improve and continue to get better? What he says is that at every point in time, I'm always self-evaluating. I see the, the thing I want you to know as an athlete is that if consistently you are not always assessing yourself, you see, you, you can't always wait for others to assess you. So if you play football, for example, and you're not always assessing your season, you're not always assessing your game. You see, you are going to come into the facility one day. That's assuming that you're professional already. And the team is going to tell you we are not renewing your contract. Or we don't want you on the team anymore. Please find a new team. And of course, it's the same thing with basketball as well. But if you are constantly assessing, if you're constantly asking questions, if you're constantly at the point where you're finding ways to be better, you're never going to be caught off guard. Why aren't you going to be caught off guard? Because you constantly at each point know that, hey, this is where I am. I need to improve. Okay, this is where I am. Okay, it's good enough. But if I can put in extra effort, then maybe I can get better. Then you can say, oh, wow, like I've really, really, really dropped this past couple of weeks. You know, I need to pick it up before anyone else notices. You see, this is one of the secret things that Magic Johnson did in terms of continually evaluating himself. So whether as an athlete, whether his skills, whether his impact on the team, whichever one it is. And you see, always take a holistic approach and that's what i say so evaluate your skills evaluate your impact for the team evaluate your training evaluate your coaches see everything and just like i said in giving you another example i think it was last week sardale Braceworth, in terms of this one percent one percent better and things like that so break down everything it takes to do well in your sport so from training to team to coach to everything you know and really really evaluate yourself on a consistent basis if that's the only thing that you take away from this episode i'm super happy because it means that you're going to go out and you're going to evaluate it's the same thing that i do with the podcast you know in terms of okay how can we improve the podcast how can we make it better for you guys how can we continue to help how can we continue to ensure that you know we're giving you things you you want to hear because i don't want a situation where you know i tune in one day and of course nobody's listening to the podcast again because I was in my own head every single step of the time. Self-evaluation is key. So the question for you today is, am I really evaluating everything that I'm doing in my sport? Final lesson from Magic Johnson is tragedy is never the end. Tragedy is never the end. Now, at the time, Magic Johnson tragically contracted HIV it was something that was unexpected in the world of basketball and of course there's a 30 for 30 series that was done on it you know which is just emotional and remarkable in terms of telling that story and it was something that he didn't plan for you see when athletes want to retire from sports you know it's something that they've thought about long and hard you know and they've considered all ramifications and everything that is involved and things like that and they're then forced to come to the conclusion that, oh, wow, like, there's no choice. My body can't do this again. I can't continue to train the way I've been training, you know, and stuff like that. But you see, when it's forced on you, that's why I use the word tragedy, because it's something that you weren't necessarily expecting. You see, the point is that for so many athletes, whether it's retirement, whether it's stuff like this happening, uh, whether it's an injury, you know, they, they always almost want to see it as the end. Like, why did this happen now? Why couldn't it have picked another time to happen? Why did it have to be now? And of course, they sort of spiral out of control from that point. But you see, Magic Johnson is a perfect example that tragedy is not the end. Now, of course, he abruptly retired, attempted to make a return, 
you know players complained uh, people didn't want that and stuff like that but the point is that from when he called it quits and when everything of course eventually came to an end till now he has been able to build a 700 million plus dollar empire off the back of his playing career and see one of the things that i always tell athletes is that look whether you like it or not it's going to come to an end so you know i don't care if you're playing professional i don't care if you're playing semi-pro i don't care which one it is the point is that it is going to come to an end you play 20 years you're going to retire eventually you're not going to be able to play your sport forever what is the plan for when you stop playing your sport and one of the things that magic johnson says you know is that from day one when you're getting into the door that is when you have your exit plan that when i'm done with this then this is what i want to do and of course i shared you the examples from rob gronkowski you know and, and many of all these other athletes who have been able to retire in peace now you see if this wasn't something that magic johnson thought about before it would have hit him like a brick when he contracted hiv and he needed to step away from the sport because that is when his plan would have started and of course there's something that jordan abin just says on his podcast which of course you know i find really really remarkable is that you see you cannot dig the well when you're thirsty and of course he talks about that in relation to building relationships and things like that but you see i'm using it for at least now in the sense that it's not when you retire and you're thirsty that you start digging the well you should have started digging the world the minute you got into your sport knowing fully well that you are not going to do this forever and that's why i said look tragedy is not the end things can happen you know that you weren't expecting injuries retirement whatever it is sports related but you see what gets you off the hook is that you had a plan and you knew that hey someday this would end what exactly is it that i'm going to do when this thing comes to an end final lesson from magic johnson tragedy is never the end you can always recover injuries you can recover Uh, business failures you can recover but you see the point is that you need to have a plan the three lessons that i want you to learn from him having a rival is good for you self-evaluation is key and tragedy is never the end tragedy is never the end athlete master guys episode 517 head over to the website so many free resources for you there and of course if you haven't left us a rating and review i highly recommend that you do so what your rating and review does it not only boosts the profile of the podcast but it tells other athletes who are struggling who are looking for results that hey this is a worthwhile podcast to help you achieve peace of mind freedom and success in sports if you don't know how to leave that written review head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe it'll take you what 30 seconds or thereabout to leave that review and of course it'll be a way of paying us back more or less uh, for this free resource and of course when you subscribe you don't miss out on any episode the episode comes out automatically gets downloaded to your device of choice if you have any questions whatsoever as relates to what we talked about the struggles that you're having you know i'm entirely open tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can today from Irvin magic johnson i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day